Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue along Bezer Hashem, moving on to Mishnah Hay, still in the sections of 10 different things, as we'll see. The time of the Mishnah goes from the 10s, then to the 7s, then to the 4s. So was the way of the Mishnayis. Since it was all Balpeh, it was not committed to writing at the time when it was organized by Rebbe. So in order to remember it better, that was a way to remember it. You start with bigger numbers and you move along to the smaller numbers. As we find in Shas itself, every Seder of the six Sedarim of Shas starts with the Mesectus has the longer Sprachim. Let's go to Noshim, for example. Starts with Yavamis that has 15 Prochim. Then Ksubis that has 10, all the way down till Kedush, which only has four. Same thing in Mayid. Mayid starts with Shabbos, 24 Prochim. Then Erev and Psachim, 10 each. Then goes to Bay, which is five. Then the fours all the way to the end till the threes. And so it is with the, with all of Shas, and that's probably why the Mishnah here also, the why Rabbeinu HaKadosh put it that way. So, Asura Nisim Hamigdash. Very famously, there were 10 different miracles that occurred in the Beis Hamigdash. Number one, Lehipila Isha Meireach Besar HaKadosh. If a woman, the symbol Pshad is that if a woman who was expecting would smell the smell of roasted meat, so she may have a craving for it. And if she can't get it, it could be pikuach nefashis. And yet, Hashem made an ace that no woman ever miscarried from the smell of this basar kodesh. Let's go to Rabbein Yoyin and explain. on the outer mizbeach, so therefore since it was open on the outside, that smell would emanate out, out of the Beis like any piece of roasted meat that's being roasted. And as the Gemara tells us, there could be a woman who's craving for it. And the problem would be, it's also to benefit from a carbon, from Basar Hegdish. All those days that it was, there was a meat being roasted, he protected these women, they didn't miscarry from this smell. The big question here of Enyeyna's explanation is that it seems that if they would have this craving, we would not give this meat to the woman. And Rashi right, learns the same way. The problem is, we know for the Gemara, in Yuma, there was a Maisa of Ubra Shehiricha, that if a woman has a craving for a certain meat, even with Basa Chazir, even with a Zayimaki Purim, so we are allowed to give it to the woman because Pichor Nefesh. Morris says if it's Yom Kippur, we try to whisper into the ear that it's Yom Kippur, maybe she'll calm down. But if not, it's Bikuach Nefesh, it's Deicha Kola Kula, certainly to eat non-kosher, certainly to eat Basra Egdish. So the Pshad is that some explain, the Teisvus Chadashim explains that that's why the Mishnah says not a Mu'uberes Lahipila, Lahipila Isha, means a woman. means this could be that we're talking about a woman that was before us Hukra Ober, was before the time where it was noticeable or known even to her that she was pregnant. That being the case, then until it comes to a certain point where her face turns different colors, green like the Umar says, you wouldn't give her to eat. So Hashem made an ace that it never came to that point and no woman ever had this issue. Moving along to the second ace, what we, what are we talking about? That we'll never get wormy or we'll never get spoiled. Says Rabbi Yehuda, Kodshim Kalim, these certain types of carbonus, Ne'acholim, the Shnei Yomim, Velay Lechod. You have that day, that night, and then the following day. Well, leaving meat out for almost two days, it could be spoiled, it could rot. 
still never rotted and never got wormy. Shem made it safe and protected from any rotting. Number three, Though we know if the Kayan Godel would become Tomein Yom Kippur, so he would have to step aside and the substitute Kayan Godel, the Skan, would come in his stead, would come in his place. But it never happened. And some explain the, uh, this only happened during Bias Rishon, that it never happened that a Kohen Godel ever became Tomei through becoming a Valkyrie, which would make him Tomei, it never happened. Says Rabbein Yon, in order that he wouldn't have to then bring in the Skan Kohen Godel. And even though many years, the, the Beis Amigdash stood for 410 years, the first Beis Amigdash, and year after year after year, it never happened. The Kohen, the Kohen Godel became Tommy Durkari. Yet, they always say, they still designated a Skan as a substitute just in case. Why? The, the, like the Umar tells us, you really can't rely on the Nase. The Nase happened, but you can't rely on it. Like the Umar says, don't test out Hashem. So don't say, well, we won't have to appoint the Skan because it never will happen anyway. Hashem is protecting us. If we give us Nase, can't do that. Other Rishonim learn that they would appoint the Skan, not for that Tumma of Valkyrie, but another Tumma could happen. Like the Gemara brings a story in Yuma that one time the Kohen Gurdle went out on Yom Kippur because a, a king, a non-Jewish king, came to speak to him. And while they were speaking, some spittle came out from the mouth of the king onto the goof of the Kohen Gurdle and it became Tumma. And they had to get the Skan in his place. Number four, in the butcher house, which obviously was dealing with a lot of meat, and it would be attracting bugs, and particularly flies, yet in that butcher house, the butcher area in the Beis Amigdash, where they were dealing with meat all the time, no fly ever came there. It says Rabbein Yena, Mishum Kedusha, out of great Kedusha in the Beis Amigdash. This is similar to the mice that we have in the Gemara and Brach is the Yudam and Beis, where the Isha said, the Isha Shnamah says, I know that this is a holy person. This Navi Elisha is very holy. How did she know? The Gemara says, according to one Mandamar, because wherever she would give him to eat or drink, there was no bugs around him. Never did he have any issue with flies or bugs in his vicinity. That's a sign of someone's great Kedusha, like we see here in the Beis Hamikdash. Moving along, the next nays The Oimers explains that will be the first carbon on the first day of Chalamid Pesach. They would bring a carbon, the carbon Oimer, which was made out of barley flour, and that would be Lahati Yisrael Lechol Chadosh. And we know there's an Yisrael Chadosh you can eat from the new grain. In others, at the time of Esav Beis what would permit the new grain to be eaten? is when they bring the carbon aimer. Once they bring the carbon aimer, now people could go partake from the new crop. And here by the carbon aimer, never went out of the chaymas Yerushalayim, where that would be the parameters of it. Volebalina would never stay overnight, which would also make it possible. And even sort of small mishaps. I remember the Mashkiach Zalgazunzayim would explain it that way. These things, a fly wouldn't be, what great nace that a fly wouldn't be. But meaning to say that every single thing, every single detail that happens, that transpires, is all orchestrated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even that, you would think, well, okay, so it didn't happen such a thing. No, it was all mandated and orchestrated 
by Hashem Yisbarach. The next nays of Ishtayalechem, the Ishtayalechem was brought as a korban on Shavuos, and this would be coming born lahatil lahakram in chachadosha minachadosh. Just like the Omer permitted in Eretz Yisrael, all the people to be able to eat from the new crop in the Beis Hamikdash, what would permit them to bring the new menachos from the Chodosh would be the Shtei Alechem on Shavuos. And the Lainim Saban Psul, Lo Yoyetzi Chus La'azara, wouldn't go out of the Azara, that's the parameters for the Shtei Alechem, that Mincha, the Leibalina would be left overnight, which would also render it possible. The next nace is the Lechem Haponim. What would be about the Lechem Haponim? The Lechem Haponim, which was the weekly showbreads that they baked and brought on Shabbos, every Shabbos, the new one was put on and the old one was taken off. Kibiyoyimah Shabbos Yerachenu would be arranged onto the Shulchan every Shabbos. Vayacham bishas hasarosa, and it was still warm, it was still fresh when they removed the Me'ala Shulchan. Kiyoyimah shayyasimu eisei Shabbos. Just as they put it on a week ago, and they took it out of the oven, it was still just as fresh and warm and tasty as it was. One of the great meetings. The day you take it off, it's still hot bread. Also, nothing wrong happened with this lechem ha ponim. Interesting what Rabbi Yain is saying here. It seems like they would eat it during the week. We know they eat it the kohanim. On that Shabbos, Rabbi Yenis seems to say they would need to eat it b'shvush akra Shabbos Yisuru the week after they took it off, and then nishal l'shua cheres who nivsel, and if it's left to the following, it would compulsive. Nothing of that sort happened. It's a little difficulty, as a lot of mafarshim say, and they reference a tshuva in Ramosha. Ramosha zatzal anigris Moshe or Chaim Chelik Aleph in the Kachim section. Simon Yud Aleph he has the pshat and. He himself is not so satisfied with his pshat ayin sham. Another nice is We know that they had to be on the pyre, on the fire on the mizbeach, which always had to be there. As the pasuk says, "Kyo aish tukar al mizbeach loy sichber." The pasuk in Parshat Tzav says, "You must have the fire there. It can never go out. You can't extinguish it." There's a whole shaila gemara when they have to sprinkle some wine onto the. Fire-wise, not had a problem of kiboy, this is sir. And it never went out, even when it rained, no matter how torrential of the downpour it was, it would never extinguish the fire on the Mizbeach. Hachitza in Ha'oymid B'chotz Ramishkan, that was outside in the courtyard, obviously open to the elements. On the Mizbeach, there'll be a pillar of smoke that will go straight up. And again, when it rained, when it had wind, it was a windy day, what? Obviously, it would just dissipate all the smoke, not in the base of Migdash. This nays happened that it wouldn't happen. Rabbi learns it would go straight up. Sounds like from Rabbi pshat is, it didn't move as much wind, no matter how strong the winds were, the pillar of smoke still went straight up. Others learned, there's another pshat in Rishenim, that it went with the wind, and as the pillar stayed straight up, even though it moved with the wind, instead of just dissipating the smoke, that would typically be. The next nays that we have in the Mishnah is Oimdim Tzvufim, a very famous line in the Mishnah, Oimdim Tzvufim, Umishtachavim Revachim. They would stand packed together. Rabbi Yenah explains, Oimdim Azar Shurei Shurei, Zebet Tzadzet Tzvufim, rows and rows at a time of people, very close, compacted together. Umishtachavim, when they had to bow down, particularly on Yom Kippur, when they had to be Pishon, Yedayim, Raglayim, they had to spread themselves on the floor, 
they would do the berevach. There would be ample space for everyone. No one would push his friend. There would be so much room. A miracle that happened. Obviously, it's a pella because you saw it happening. You saw it. You were standing there. You experienced it. You you were tightly together next to your friend. And you know, when he came down to bow down, there was so much room. You had plenty of room. No one even had to say, could you move over and give me a little bit more room? We know when he bowed down on those do Rosh Hashanah and certainly Yom Kippurim by the Shtakavayas when we bow down Kairim and it could be sometimes very crowded and we get to think about the nays that happened in the Beit Samidish. Those who came up to Nakosh, no biting of a snake, or the stinging of a scorpion, was never found in Yerushalayim. And that was special protection from Hashem. Finally, no one would say, there's not enough space over here Again, when Yen learns not the inhabitants of Yerushalayim, but when the yin would be oila three times a year, oila regal, kishayla the regal bishalayim, like omer, no one had to say tzarli amokim, kishali veisheva. Could you move over? I don't have enough space. You're taking up so much room that I don't have enough space. It's too crowded. Could you move over a little bit? Never had to happen. Says Rebbein Yehuda, "Vezeh oshamer adover alav shalom." That's what he said. Yushalayim habenuya, yushalayim that is built kiir. It's like a city. Shechubro lo yachtov that encompasses and unites, gathers all together. When Dovar HaMelech had them built Yerushalayim, when they built Yerushalayim, Shiru, they estimated that all of Klau Yisrael would be able to be contained in it. That's when the Pesach says, what do you mean? It was, it's to be a combination is to combine and unite together. Law is bishvila for her. It encompassed it and it united all of Klal Yisro when they came up to be together in Yerushalayim. These are the Asaranisim that were Nasalav Isenu, the base Hamidosh learned here in this Mishnah. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.